All right, welcome back into the backyard spiral. Lots to get to today. We just got past a, a busy second week of pro football, third week of college football. Lots going on. Obviously, it's September, so baseball pennant races or I guess playoff races are heating up now. So a lot to talk about. We'll get to all that. Thoughts, what are you thinking about? What do you want to talk about first? To kick it off, I think we should start with the play across the pond. All right, let's do it. With the Premier League. Premier League. So we obviously, Liverpool won against Wolves 3-1. to We've gotten off to a pretty good start, man. Man, uh, I I saw, and uh, a good weekend because I saw, I watched a little bit of the Arsenal and Everton match. And Everton lost, so that's always good. Man U's playing like shit. The Man U fans are are Yeah, what's up with that? I saw that they lost, didn't they? Yep. They're trash team, man. So Liverpool is doing well. Everton and Man U suck. This is we're off to a good start. We're gonna have Europa League game coming up next. So it's not gonna be EPL, but Liverpool is playing. Let me give me a second. We'll figure it out. Yeah. What I've been liking about our team too is we've been having new guys score. So it's not just consistently like Diaz scoring, uh, Salah scoring. We have like new guys scoring every yep. game, which shows everybody can get it done. I think this is a good team right now. I think we can definitely finish. I think it's realistic for us to finish in the top four. Get a spot in the Champions League for next year. I think we're doing all right. We just got to keep up with those boys in light blue, honestly. Yeah, that's going to be tough. I mean, I think <laughs> wow, Man City so the best team. But they're, yeah. I mean, they're the best team. They have arguably the best player in the world in Erling Holland. And Dude. I think they're, oh, he's young, man. Damn. He's young. Yeah. Let me see. And his dad played at City. So I think he's probably going to be there for a long time. But he's 23. Oh, dang. Yeah. 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 He's going to be there for a while. I think as long as Pep continues to be the manager. City's probably going to be right up at the top as the best team or one of the best teams. But I, I you know, I think we have a great manager ourselves in, in Jurgen Klopp. So I trust in Jurgen Klopp what he can do. Yeah. We're off to a good start. It's going to be interesting to see at the end of the year, you know, where we're at in the standings. Obviously, there's been a lot of chatter about Mo Salah, whether he leaves at the end of the season or not. It'll be interesting to follow, see what happens there. Obviously, club legend, we don't want him to leave, but... Ah, oh, man, yeah. We'll Especially on our first year watch and got to have some experience with him. I but know. you mentioned Holland being super young. That kind of sucks for us and other fans of other teams beside Man City because he's going to be causing us a lot of trouble for the years coming. Yeah, United, Man U hates it because it's in <laughs> their city. It used to be yeah. their city. Obviously, it, I, like Man U's a huge team, so all that, but... It must really suck for them that City whips their ass now. <laughs> so Man U's probably got the all-time. They're probably better all-time, aren't they? Yeah, for sure. They have more trophies and they're a legendary yeah. club. But still, right now is what fans get to watch <laughs> and like they're not doing so well. So Exactly, yeah. Also, another thing that I've been noticing about the Liverpool games is we've been letting up a lot of early goals. Last game, we let up a goal in the third minute. This game we let up a goal in the seventh minute mm-hmm. we've been going into half down 1-0 these last few games 
and just coming back. So that's really good to see that we just don't give up. And like you said, Jurgen Klopp's able to make those adjustments and get us back in the right mindset. I definitely think so. I, it probably has a little bit to do with just how aggressively we, we want to use like our, our backs, our left and right backs, how, how far up field we want them to play. Sometimes when you do that, you, you kind of leave it open on the back end, but it's been paying off so far. It's been a good start to the EPL season for us. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to see if we can win. Let, let's see if we can make the, we can win the premier league or we can win an FA cup. I think those things will be they're in play. Obviously, I don't think we're certainly not the favorite here, but um, exactly. I think it'll be we'll, we'll we'll see how we do. I think it's possible, especially considering injuries. If you if there are some injuries with, with some teams or if we can Liverpool can manage to stay uh, relatively healthy throughout the season, it, it's a possibility. So that it, it's going to be fun to continue to, to watch some of those games and monitor what's happening there. Exactly. And one last team I wanted to touch on with the uh, English Premier League was Tottenham. They also are undefeated at a 4-1-0 record. And they're second right now. So we're third. And they it looks like they have... Oh, never mind. We both have 13 points because of the tie. Yep. And then it's just Man City at the top, 5-0-0. Man City's at the top. Now they, Tottenham, they're going to have the North London Derby coming up next i think that's going to be next saturday so they're going to take on arsenal obviously rivalry game well that should be a good one i think tottenham yeah and i think tottenham's been recently they've been good we'll see what happens throughout the rest of the season because they did obviously harry kane another club legend (laughs) no longer with them obviously he's at Bayern munich now so so we'll see if Tottenham can can continue to play well throughout the season, it's an early test for them to see how they do against Arsenal, who's much improved as well. Yeah, and especially with uh, being in America, and we watch like football on weekends and stuff, and we wake up super early. It's crazy to think that for people in England, for people overseas, they probably treat these big matchups these big english premier league games or whatever league they're watching in and they're waking up they're getting rowdy in the morning and they're just getting hyped to watch their team play like we look forward to a week one of the nfl they probably treat that the same oh for sure for sure it's even bigger there in terms of following your club and all these type of things like in with like North American sports, right? It's not that serious. You can be yeah. from like LA and be a Yankees fan, or like you can be from Houston and, and be a fan of the Dallas Cowboys or whatever, like that happens. But in England, if it's if you're born in Liverpool, right, you're not going to be supporting Chelsea or Man City. You're going to be supporting one of the two Liverpool teams. So you're going to, and it's if your family or your neighborhood is Liverpool supporter, you're not supporting Everton, right? And vice versa. If your family or your neighborhood's an Everton area, like you're not supporting Liverpool. Like it's something you're born with, you die with. So that, that I think is so cool about like the, I guess all of Europe and pretty much all of world soccer, but especially in England, that's very true. I definitely, I think in the next, year or so we got to make it happen got to go got to go over the pond across the pond and check out 
a Liverpool game at Anfield. At Anfield. I think at Anfield. <laughs> that's our home. That's our incredible. home. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. And I also noticed that. So one of the first games I watched in the Premier League, or I don't even know if, uh, what league it was in, but it was Man United against City and it was the FA Cup. And they had the fans separated on two halves. Like, like oh, they weren't yeah. even letting them sit together. They they thought, it, it gets violent, man. It's just, shit is crazy out there. Okay. Like, like here, here, like I've been, obviously we, we've both been to pro sporting events and all that. When Obviously I've only gone to like home games, but you see away fans, right? And like people, they kind of kid them. They kind of josh them, yeah, right? Like, comment yeah, here and there. A comment here and there, like you guys suck or whatever. <laughs> Maybe a fuck you in there. But it's nothing really serious. I don't think yeah. like for the most part, obviously their crazy situations do occur every once in a while. But it's not a real fear. But in like soccer and European <laughs> and even South American soccer, it's no, it's you don't run for your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like very dangerous. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. We'll continue to check out the EPL. I think things will heat up as the season kind of draws on. I think we're still in the we're still at the point of the season where like teams are still maybe some teams are kind of overperforming right now. Maybe some teams are underperforming. It's just a small sample size. I like where we're headed. McAllister, who we, who Alexis McAllister, who we got this season, he's been off to a, a good start. We'll see. We'll see where things go. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll continue to see where things ha- end up. But let's talk a little bit about some American football. Get back to the yeah, uh, <laughs> bro. You tell me what the hell is going on with the Bengals, man? Oh my gosh. I sat there watching that game, and to me, it's never too early for a must-win game, but I felt like that was one of them. And the thing that comes to mind most is, so obviously we didn't win the game. We let Lamar run all over us. We couldn't get our offense going in the first half, barely got so many three and outs, and our defense just couldn't hold him. But I think... Joe might have re-aggravated. Actually, I don't yep. think I know he, he did. Yeah, he yeah. did re-aggravate the injury. I don't think he was ever. Calf. I don't think he was ever really healthy going into the season. I, think I don't think he was early, like. A, yeah. I don't think he was hundred percent. He probably should have sat out the first two games, maybe four games, if he needed. He's probably going to miss this upcoming week. Is yeah. everything that I've heard, That's and it. it's probably not just this week. It's probably a couple weeks that he's going to end up missing. But they do not look good. They look awful. And Jamar even told him at the beginning of the season, he's sit out, take your time. We want you back for those later games in December, January, when we're making a run for the chip. But as a competitor, I get it. He wanted to play, but Super Bowls aren't won in September. So he should have sat if he wasn't feeling it. Super Bowls are a big top. Big talk for 0-2 team, man. Like It is a big talk for no team. What I will say... We were 0-2 last year as well, and we made it all the way to the AFC North Championship. So, or not the AFC Championship. Championship. So for that, I do have hope, but something's got to change. Something's definitely got to change. What's what's crazy is like a lot of, obviously the Jets are like a whole different situation. Jets, Cowboys was, I don't think, I don't think anybody thought, or at least I didn't think the Jets were going to win that game. Dallas is really good in terms of their roster. They played 
fantastic football week one. What did they win? 40 to nothing. 40-0 against the Giants. Man, they're just killing New York, man. They are killing New York. The Giants and the Jets. But let's talk about Dallas first, because I think, I can't, like, when I watch the games, it's like their offense is kind of like, Tony Pollard was really good. Love Tony Pollard, yep. He's like a lead, legitimate lead back for them. He's going to be really good. Obviously, I think Dak gets a lot of shit. Some of it fair, some of it unfair. I think fair in the sense that he gets the big money because he's a quarterback. Every time you give a, a, a quarterback a new deal, it's going to be a big money deal. So he gets some shit for that. Do I think he's Pat Mahomes or Joe Burrow? No. Yeah. But I think he's better than like the Kirk Cousins level. Uh, oh, I think on. he's no, I'm not I'm not hating on Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I think no, I know, what I'm I know. trying to say is I think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback that you can win the Super Bowl with. Right? Ver- okay, yeah. so there like what I'm saying is like there's Patrick Mahomes, which they don't have a number one receiver, right? Obviously, they have Travis Kelsey, but I mean yeah. wide receiver, right? They don't have a great run game. Their defense sometimes plays well, sometimes doesn't. Yeah, it's okay. But every year they're a Super Bowl. They're at least one of the top four teams that you expect to win the Super Bowl or be in the Super Bowl because they have that guy, Pat Mahomes, right? It facts. Joe Burrow, same thing. Like, not to, I'll be honest, I don't think to that extent. I think there is, I think there's Pat Mahomes. And then some space, and then you there's get definitely into, a drop off. I mean, yeah. there is a drop. Like, and there's hey, not- no offense to everybody else. The like the, but the what I'm saying is, I think Dak Prescott falls into that level. Like maybe Tua and Dak are kind of on the same plane. Yeah. Where if there's a lot of support around them, if there are good players around them, and Dallas has a really good team, I think they can be a Super Bowl favorite type of team, right? So, Michael Parsons. He can't be the best player in the league because that's Patrick Mahomes to me, at least. But, dude, if he keeps playing the way he's playing, he's got to be the MVP of the league. Like He's he's everywhere. I have a lot of respect for him, too. He's everywhere. And they're secondary, too, deep. They obviously have Diggs, who's deep. They got, what's his name? Diggs, man. Diggs Diggs is like, Stephon Gilmore is really good. Diggs is like... You live and die with Diggs, Trayvon Diggs, because he'll get an interception, right? But he'll get burned too. Bro, if the I have Garrett Wilson on my fantasy team, so I was closely <laughs> watching cool Garrett, well, Garrett Wilson. He was burning. He was killing Trayvon Diggs. Like there were, man, if Aaron Rodgers was in that game, it would have been, I don't know if they would have won. Because honestly, Dallas is pretty good. But there would have been like four plays where like they would have gotten big yardage with Garrett Wilson because it was like he was wide open. Yeah. I saw that long touchdown. Yeah. I was like, well, like some crazy, like 70 yards to the 68 house. 68 yards to the 68 house. 68 yards. A lot of fantasy points for your boy right there. <laughs> hey, hell yeah, man. It's going to be a struggle. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a struggle with, with my boy Garrett Wilson. Zach Wilson is not that guy he's not that guy but to your point though you said that you can kind of win it with an okay quarterback when you have the pieces around you look at that eagles team with nick Foles. 
who won the Super Bowl back in 2016. It's not like Nick Foles was playing out of his mind. They just had the complete yeah, but pieces the, the, around Oklahoma. Nick Foles, when in that Super Bowl run, Nick Foles was the type of guy that he wasn't the reason maybe necessarily, or you didn't need him. I mean, he had some yeah. really good games, but he you didn't need him to be the reason to win it for you. It was just like, hey, let the defense control the other team. And don't make mistakes. I think the problem with the Jets is they have a really good defense. Although, I mean, they did give up 30 to Dallas. So yeah. it wasn't, and they got gashed on big runs. So it wasn't you <laughs> yeah. know, that good. But, but I think overall, I think they're a really good defense. But Zach Wilson threw three interceptions. And I think there's, it's not just the interceptions, right? Cause what's the name? Josh Allen the first week threw three interceptions and looked really bad. Guys will throw interceptions, but then it's like, how are you how are you missing when your number one receiver is wide open? Because there were like three or four times where, like I said, like Garrett Wilson burns his man, gets open, right? And he either Zach Wilson just doesn't just throws it to a different person entirely, or there was that interception late where he kind of stared down Garrett yeah. Wilson, gave Malik Hooker time to 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 run over there. And, and get the interception. So it's those type of mistakes. It's you're you're actually costing your team the game. True. You're not helping. Yeah, true. And speaking of another team that's playing really good, how about the Dolphins? They had a nice win yesterday. Two is playing yep. great. And the scoreboard, it was, I think they won 24-17. Yeah. So it was a close game, but I think two is playing great and he always starts out playing great and then some injury just seems to happen so i just hope he's able to stay on the field this year stay healthy because they got a good team over there i think they have a good team i think another kind of takeaway that i have from that game is i think the best case scenario for the patriots honestly is to end up with a top they could probably get away with a top 10 pick, but a top five pick, because it's going to be a really good, every indication is this is a really good quarterback draft. I, I obviously love college football. I've been watching it. Michael Penix Jr., shout out from you, Heisman Trophy. He should be the front runner as of right now, at least, but that's a tangent. I think the best case scenario for the Pats is they end up with a top five pick. They cut bait with Mac Jones because... I don't think he's the guy. I think he's probably, he can eventually get to a place where if you have a really good team around him, he can, whatever, you can win. But he's not like the guy. I think they the best case scenario is they get their quarterback and Bill Belichick stays around for five more years and they can probably win. Because that defense is really good, dude. And it's not even that they have great players. Yeah. I can't really name anybody on uh, there was one guy who kept getting they got Bradley Chubb, I think. So he Wait, was well who, in that last who you ta- I was talking the about Patri- the Patriots. Yeah, me too. Bradley Chubb is on the Dolphins. On the Dolphins, my tripping. <laughs> now, <laughs> what but, are you um, doing over here? Speaking of the Dolphins, though, one guy that I also want to give a shout out, my favorite coach in the league, Mike McDaniels. Did you see all his <laughs> antics that he was doing? Like just running I, away from the camera. Yeah, he like sprinting away from him. Yeah, I, I like Mike McDaniels too. I think he's a fun guy. And he, I mean, he, it's it. Everything kind of fits in terms of Miami's a fun team. Like Jalen Waddle, Tyreek, yeah. obviously Tyreek's a freak. Like he's unguardable. 
Tua, I think, gets a lot of shit because he's been injured a lot. But I, hey, when he plays, Tua's really good. Like 400 um, yards once in a while. That's crazy. Tua's really good. It, Raheem Mostert gets injured every single year. Um, he played well, yeah. But he played well. The defense, like you mentioned, Bradley Chubb, they have pieces. I think it's a good defense. They're a team to watch out for, man. Yeah. I have to talk a little bit about my Seahawks against what you called America's team, (laughs) 0-2 Detroit Lions. That that was a tough win for you guys. wasn't easy. You had to pull through. I think it was a tough win. I think, honestly, it was probably good for both teams. I don't think the Lions should hang their head um, coming off that game because I think Jared Goff is playing pretty well, honestly. They'll be okay. I think they're they were overrated coming into the season. To me, I kind of mentioned that yeah. earlier. They were overrated. I think they'll be fine. Like they'll fight with I think they'll fight with Minnesota and the Packers. I think the Packers more than Minnesota. They'll kind of fight with them for the division title. I think the Seahawks are I think the Seahawks are closer to what they played like against Detroit. Than what they played like against the Rams, who the by Rams the way, sneaky good, yeah, they've been really good. So I, I I haven't lost faith in the Seahawks at all. I think we'll be a playoff team. I think if we can really start, if we can establish the run game, like we did with Ke- Kenneth Walker, was really good. Ball, okay. yeah, what two touchdowns? Two touchdowns, and it was like he was making plays. Like we had our two uh, starting tackles injured. Abraham Lucas and Charles Cross were both injured for the game. Um, obviously, offensive line is is a key to the running game, and obviously pass protection. But the fact that Kenneth Walker was able to do what he did against a good Detroit defense was was a positive sign. Tyler Lockett, people just forget all the guy yeah. does is just catch, make big plays, catch touchdowns get a first down when you need one. DK was banged up a little bit. Yeah, on so one of the, how, one of the plays how there. long was he out? I think he came back to the game. Yeah, I think so. But I just saw that out. he went down, and I saw you were still making plays with Lockett. How did uh, JSN play as well? JSN's been playing well. I think, obviously, just because of the opportunities, Jordan Addison has been the best rookie receiver, just because he, he lines up across... JJ and JJ's going to get all of the attention from other yeah. teams. JSN just doesn't have the same amount of opportunities because obviously we have a pretty well-rounded attack in terms of Kenneth Walker, Noah Fant, obviously the two receivers, Lockett and DK, but he's been playing well. He's the type of guy that like is perfect for the slot. And it's, he's like the type of guy when you need six yards, he can get you seven. When you need five yards, he can get you six. Yeah. Um, so He's been all right. Yeah, DK came back into the game. He had a good game. Six catches, 75 yards. But let's see what Jay, since you asked, let's see what Smith and Jigba did. That's good. DK came back, though. And like you said, he draws a lot of the attention, too. So just spreading the ball, especially with those guys you have, makes Gino's job so much easier. Yep. Jackson, Smith, and Jigba had five catches for 34 yards. against the yard. Again, the yards aren't crazy, but he's becoming that type of guy that, like, when you need that first down, you can go to, and I think he's going to continue to to get better. Yeah, and he's getting open is the most important thing, especially exactly. in a, in, a, in his rookie year. That's such a tough thing to do. And kind of touching on one of our last topics about college football. 
So that was a pretty exciting week as well. Obviously, it was highlighted with the Battle of Boulder late night for yeah. us. So I didn't end up watching the full <laughs> game, but you probably did because West Coast time. But so what do you think of that? I think Shadur Sanders is a problem. I think he's a really good player. Travis Hunter got injured that game. That's going to hurt. Yeah. He's going to be out for three weeks. So that's going to hurt them because their schedule gets really tough down there. They play, they play Oregon next. I don't expect Colorado to win that game. Cause I think Oregon is really good, but again, I don't, I don't think that's like a reflection on Colorado. Like obviously like <laughs> the way coach prime Deion Sanders, arguably the greatest corner in NFL history, obviously a great coach. The way he talks about it, it's like, do you believe? Well, it's yeah. Do I believe this is a really good team? Yes. Do I believe they're a top 25 team in the country? Yes. Do I think they're going to go undefeated? No. I think (laughs) I expect them to lose to Oregon. I expect them to lose to USC when they play them. Obviously not having Travis Hunter is going to hurt them. And that game with Colorado State was closer than a lot of people thought it would be. Way closer. And I thought, I was watching the highlights and I thought Colorado State would have pulled it through. They had that lead going into the fourth and they just couldn't finish. And Colorado state's quarterback, I don't know what his name is, but I want to give him a shout. Cause what I did see from him, he was just doing his job. He was finding the open receivers and he wasn't letting that pressure get into him. Cause they were at Colorado, which was loud. They had all the stars on the sideline. The pressure was crazy. And everybody was even the rock was there rooting for Colorado. Yeah. So for Colorado state going into that building, and even making it a game was tough. I want to say just a couple a couple things. One, obviously, Washington went into Michigan State, East Lansing, and won 43 to, what was it, seven? Oh, yeah. We were, and we were up 35-0 at the half. Michael Penix Jr., over 400 yards, I think four touchdowns. Again, there is an East Coast bias just because the way a lot of our games are played, they're played later on in the evening. But that wasn't a late game. I think that was what's that I think that was a six o'clock game on the East Coast. Michael Penix Jr. is as good as any quarterback in the country, if not better. I think he's got to be in the conversation as one of the top three, maybe the number one guy right now in terms of the Heisman Trophy. Obviously, if the season plays out, we play SC. So if both guys continue playing the way they are, whoever wins that game, Washington SC is going to be really a front runner for the Heisman Trophy. Obviously, Caleb Williams doing his thing at SC. Washington is really good, really good. And I think it's a combination of Washington's really good, uh, as are some other teams. But there isn't like a, I don't, right now, there isn't like a great team, right? Georgia struggled against they South were down, Carolina. Yeah. They were down, what, 14 to three at the half. Yep. That Alabama's outside of the top 10 <laughs> in the country for like the first time since I can't even remember when. Yeah. I think they, they had 128 straight weeks in the top 10. Crazy uh, so record, yeah. that's crazy. Michigan, they didn't look so great, right? Like they're against my two. boys, Bowling Green. Yeah, exactly. I thought um, we were going to low-key sneak in. Did they? And were they down at half? No. I So Michigan scored off the bat, but JJ threw 
three interceptions. So he had a horrible game and then we just couldn't get anything going. We just kept getting field goal after field goal. I don't think we actually ever led. So, okay. Yeah. We, but it was, so we kept a close it game. It was like a, it was 14, six and a half. Ohio state. Obviously you're an Ohio state fan. They finally are starting to look pretty good. Yeah. They look great. They, yeah, they honestly, they're looking great. I think some of the most impressive teams or Ohio state plays Notre Dame. Right next. That's this Saturday. That's a huge matchup. I, we'll I really like uh, Notre yeah. Dame's quarterback as well, and they got a good team there too. So that's gonna yep. tell a lot. And he's an experienced quarterback. They have a good offensive line. I think now, especially in this era of college football, um, even though obviously, like for the last couple of times, Georgia won the national championship, and they didn't have a great, like they didn't have a great quarterback. But I think it's just like the talent at Georgia for the last couple of years was so much better than everywhere else. But yeah. I think now, like this season, it's really going to come down to who has the best quarterback, who has the best receivers, right? Because defensively, like when you play, if Ohio State plays a, plays at their max, there isn't a lot you can do defensively. Like Marvin Harrison Jr., for example, is that guy. Yeah. Right? You play Washington, for example. We have two guys that are top 20 receivers in the draft. We have a quarterback that is obviously a first-round pick. I think is going to end up being a top 10 pick. The only reason he wouldn't be is because of his injury history. But if he, I mean, if he goes out, keeps playing, he's a very talented guy. Same thing with SC. If you get into a shootout with some of these teams, like you're not winning, right? Yeah. If you're an SEC the weapons. team, yeah, the weapons are too good right now. So it's going to be exciting to see where how things develop. I think there's a there are a lot of really good teams that can potentially be in the playoff and can potentially win the national championship. Like, I mean, I'm obviously biased because I'm a Husky fan, but I think if we were to play, we'll see how the season continues and progresses but if washington were to play michigan right now yeah could washington win that game for sure right yeah, especially the way michigan just played against mm-hmm. bowling green if we were to play ohio state that'd be a really good that'd game, be a battle right? yeah exactly so it's, there's so many teams right now that are like okay that's a matchup that either one of them can win versus a few years ago where it's just you have the top two or three teams and everybody Your else favorite. has no shot Yep. That's why I'm excited for this college football playoff as well. Cause those four teams, I think all, when we usually do the college football playoff, it's like the last two guys barely got in. No one's really counting on them to win. Right. But I think right. this is going to be the year where any one of the four can bring it home. They can go all the way and they can. And I think all the games are going to be very close, like one touchdown high scoring. Yep. I agree. It's an exciting college football season. Finally. Yeah, and uh, so before we end it here, speaking of Washington, I want to start doing this new little series, and we're going to say a state, and we'll start with Washington since since that's where you're from, and so I'm going to give you people, and they could be athletes, actors, singers, whatever they may be, and you're going to blindly rank them one through five, and this list I made here is people who were either born in Washington or grew up in Washington. So they have ties to that state. So to kick off our first one with Washington, rank one through five, Macklemore. 
Local guy. Five. He's a Seahawks Five, no. fan. Local guy. Supports this, the Seattle sports teams. But five, man. Come on. Five. All right. All right. And then for the second guy, we're going to go Jimi Hendrix. Oh, he has to be number one. <laughs> all right. That's Jimi Hendrix. That's he has to be number one. <laughs> that's what you think. All right. What do you mean and that's then, what I think? The greatest guitarist ever, man. This is a pretty good list, I think. These are a lot of guys I love. All right. Okay. So Jimi Hendrix at one. Number Macklemore one. at five. Still yeah. that middle. Now we're going to go Chris Pratt. Charles Chris himself. Pratt, four. Not a big Chris Pratt? Or I, I mean, it is a big list. He, it is a good list. Yeah. I mean, Chris Pratt, he has, he's got a lot of career still to go. Max. Obviously, actually, you know what? I'm going to change Chris Pratt to three. I think everybody knows him because of Star-Lord and stuff, but he was Andy in Parks and Rec. <laughs> That's the OG. <laughs> so he deserves a three spot for that. Right, I'm going so- to leave two open because that's very high so two and four are left and i'm gonna go bob barker price is right legend bob barker <laughs> wow household name i gotta go legends. four i gotta go four because i i think there's a guy that you're gonna mention and if i don't mention the guy give him an honorable mention okay okay but i, I had trouble making this list there was a lot of people who are Bob from Barker, Washington, shout out, legend. And this last guy, one of my favorite actors on my one of my favorite TV shows. We're gonna go Rain Wilson. Ah, Dwight, and Shrew. he's got to be All too. Right. Dwight Schrute. Right, so we gotta go. We gotta go number two Dwight for that. The, that wasn't the person actually that I thought you were gonna mention. I think Dwight Schrute. Rain Wilson is, <laughs> I think, a Washington Husky alum. So shout out to the Huskies. Oh, heck. Uh, there, there are a few other guys. Joel McHale community and all that all those type of tv shows he's a a washington guy anna ferris is from washington shout out the guy i thought you were going to mention was john stockton john stockton yeah and so obviously john stockton hall of famer one of the four best point guards of all time keeps me moved down the list because steph curry's way up there now yeah and i think isaiah thomas is better than him but John Stockton, way up there. That's the person I thought you were going to mention, but we'll, I'll, I'll stick with that list. Yeah, I think so Jimmy, your final Jimmy list, is number one for sure. So what was your so your final list? According to you, it goes Jimi Hendrix at one, Rain Wilson at two, Chris Pratt at three, Bob Barker, Bob Barker at, four, at four, and then the boy around at five. Been on the list, whatever. Seattle legend, man. <laughs> oh, don't call him. him a legend, okay? He had one song. And even that song is like, you look back on it, you're like, wow, what the hell is that? Nah, he's a, I'm a big fan. But yeah, Washington definitely had a lot of people that I could have mentioned. And I tried to stick to a lot of people, like you mentioned, those other actors. I mentioned a bunch of people that I knew personally. So that's how I kind of composed my list. And for the next episode, you hit me with the Ohio people and all blindly rank the list. Another person you could have had on that list. I know he, he didn't grow up here. But I do want to shout out because he lived here for a while and he's buried here. Bruce Lee. I think I know what you're going to say. Yep. Bruce Lee. And if it had Bruce Lee been on the list, he would have probably been number two. That would have been a great one. But I, like you said, he just is he's debatable. The criteria. He's debatable. Yeah. Yep. I get it. But that's a perfect guy to mention, too. I love Bruce Lee. And I remember every time we always talk about UW and stuff, you always mention him. 
Much Bruce love Lee. for Bruce Lee. Hell yeah. Much love. All right. Much love to, to everyone listening as well. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.